Hey everyone, and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim. We talk about horror movies on this show, and on this episode, we are going to be looking at the recent release of Mum and Dad, starring mm-hmm. Nicolas Cage and Selma Blair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll start spoiler free, and we'll give you a warning before we go into spoilers somewhere in the middle, as we always do. Can't wait. <laughs> Think about it all day. Oh, oh, that's, that's a good sign. Uh, so what is the plot of Mum and Dad, one might ask? What Mum and Dad is a film where it's essentially a zombie virus, but instead of turning into a zombie, it makes parents want to kill their children. That is the mm-hmm. plot of this movie. So over the course of the film, Nicolas Cage and Selma Blair, who are the parents, grow a bit crazy and then spend the second half of the film trying to kill their teenage daughter and their like, 10, 12-year-old son, whatever age he is. Mm-hmm. And that is, that is the movie. That's basically as in a nutshell, <laughs> and it's from one of the uh, the crank uh, filmmakers who directed oh. this. So that's the premise. So I mean, that was a quick, quick lead-in. No <laughs> faffing about. We're not not dilly dallying on this one. Tim, how did you feel yeah. about Mum and Dad? Uh, man, I really wanted to like this. Um, <laughs> it's okay. It's not horrible. Uh, I, I like the premise. Um and I love Nicolas Cage like I like yeah just seeing him anytime you know just brings a smile to my face and and then hey I also like Selma Blair she was in Hellboy you know and uh, of course that's why you like Selma Blair <laughs> of course she was in Hellboy <laughs> but uh yeah I mean it has a lot of stuff going for it but I think ultimately it's um I don't think it's directed very well it feels very generic like the way it's shot like there's nothing interesting or unique about it uh i think it has a problem we've talked about with um you know like a lot of horror movies over the last couple of years where it has a great premise that i feel like it really doesn't do anything with um it's not it's actually not really that gory um i, I don't know like ultimately it's not like horrible or anything but i i kind of had high expectations because at the very least with nick cage you know i thought oh this is gonna be crazy and there was some over-the-top fun cage stuff but hmm. other than that, i i think it was just kind of a generic so-so horror movie intro i think i liked i liked it a bit more than you did actually not yeah. not not a super amount like i, I don't think it's a uh, great I, I think yeah uh my bigger problem is kind of how it just end suddenly at one point at the end the, you know the movie just kind of it doesn't have like a build up and a big climax or uh, like it just kind of ends it stops i think i think at one point like i was kind of surprised uh like I, I paused it and was like oh like we're almost to the end like it mm. to me it felt like I, I think it takes a while to get to what we all know is the premise of the movie and once it gets there it feels really forced and not as fun as I was hoping it would be. Uh, I think that's where we disagree. Is I had a lot of fun with the the actual trying to kill the kids stuff. Uh, maybe it's because I've got a dark sense of humor. But most of the parents killing the kids, I was hysterically kind of enjoying uh, for the most part. Now you're right. There's not a lot of gore, but honestly, Tim, I don't think, especially with the younger victims, I don't think you were ever going to get actual visual. You know, Makes gore. Sense, yeah. Like you know, at one point there's, there's a parent like stabbing their their the children with a key of all things but you know <laughs> instead of seeing the actual stabbing you're seeing the hand come up into frame you know with the blood mm-hmm. on it like you know you don't see the actual thing and i think because it's children we're dealing with you are never going to get that uh it's kind of an unwritten rule that you don't see you know gore on kids really 
I, I think it's fine if it is like really, you know, kind of ordinary, like brutal up close stuff like that. But I guess I was expecting more like, you know, crazy over the top stuff that, you know, like, yeah, like just like straight up stabbing a kid. Yeah, that's not something that would be fun to see. But um, I, I don't know. I like I, I thought there was going to maybe be like goofier, mm. crazier kills that, you know, using like weird household items and over the top kind of stuff. Yeah, see, I think I came into it more more as a black comedy, and and as a black comedy, I kind of enjoyed it for the most part. I do think it has its problems. The like I say, the ending just kind of ends. Um, it, it it almost feels like it's, it's trying to be this satire. It's trying to do this thing where it's like a, it's how you know middle aged people like kind of start to hate their, and resent their kids. Like it's kind of going for that and like trying to make it literal and you know turn them into killers. And uh, I don't think there's enough with that. Like, uh, like, is it because it kind of like the, the flashbacks you get throughout the film of like how they were before this? They kind of just show that ah, uh, they were kind of miserable beforehand. That, that, that mm-hmm. that's just kind of like brought out what they were feeling anyway, in a, in a weird way. Uh, you know, obviously more extreme, but that's kind of what it's doing. Uh, See, I, I think I think maybe I could have appreciated it more if I if it felt more comedic uh, for me, but it it didn't really to me. It didn't feel like that was the tone they're going for maybe it's just how you know it, it read to me but it, it seemed like there were you know like there definitely were funny moments in it like you know don't get me wrong about that but uh it also seemed like they they were trying to make more kind of like you know sentimental points about yeah growing yeah. up and like resenting kids and stuff and they, they definitely were uh and certainly the flashbacks that's when it's the most kind of like when it's really trying to analyze things, you know, if it is even try to analyze things at all, it's, it's you kind of feel like it's, the idea is there, but they're not really digging enough into it to really do much with it. But uh, maybe it's my sense of humor, but uh, almost any time, like a parent went for their kid or tried to do something to their kid, or it was revealed that something horrible already happened to a kid, I basically started laughing. I might be a little sick in the head. I'm, <laughs> maybe this is just me, but the entire premise was kind of hilarious to me. Uh, it's silly as shit. It is a, a ridiculous premise that a virus could spread that would make people, uh, you know, want to kill their kids. Because because the way they present it is it, it reverses the natural instinct to protect your kids. Mm-hmm. That, that's what that, that's what this is doing. It's rever- reversing that. Um, mm. But I mostly had good fun. It, 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 it is it's like eighty minutes long, and it does feel like it could use another ten minutes. But because of that, I never feel like it was dragging. I I, I was never resentful for the for the build-up to stuff, you know, really, you know, the shit hitting the fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas it sounds like you were kind of waiting for the chaos to kind of kick in. I, I mean, it didn't feel like, like, you get, like, a lot of other stuff with other parents, but mm. I thought the the main crux of the movie was going to be, you know, mostly, uh, specifically these parents and chasing their kids around, and I feel like that's maybe only the last, like, 35-ish or, or so minutes. Like, it, it felt like they got there kind of late. I don't think it's late in the sense that I think it's the right amount of time to get to it. It just feels late in the sense that the movie's only 80 minutes long, so there's only so much runtime left. Yeah. Like, True. I, I think what surprised me and what maybe I'm disappointed on is that, the like, it's all in the house. Like, I, I kind of felt like 
eventually this has to spill out and become like a chase in the streets kind of thing and go to some interesting yeah. locations and it never really does that it kind of just sticks to the house once they I, I like the build-up though because there's a sort of thing where the kids as they're realizing what's going on in the world like begin to realize like oh we can't be here when the parents get home and it's kind of trying to avoid that but then things kind of like you know all kind of you know come together at the same time and uh mm-hmm. And I, I like them trying to outsmart each other. There's like there's like the debates of like a lot of the movie that they're, they're hiding from them, and the parents like discussions of like how to like lure them out. Or again, they're kind of insane. It's like okay, they're bonding for the first time in a long time because they're 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 finally <laughs> united because they want to kill their kids. It's it's like a really yeah. weird, again, very dark humor uh, kind of idea. Uh, but no, so I, I, I will say I did like the. Um, it's like a little bit of a surprise, like, you know, towards the, you know, closer to the end where we're kind of introduced to, you know, a couple of characters we hadn't seen up until that point. Mm. Uh, One of whom uh, is played by Lance Henriksen, who is a delight mm. to see. I love Lance Henriksen. That I thought, which I I think they do kind of give away kind of what uh, that scene is going to be like from the trailer uh, because I didn't remember it going in but when that happened I was like oh yeah they kind of hinted at that in the trailer but I thought that was a cool thing yeah it's a shame to put that in the trailer because we won't spoil it here just in case you've not watched the trailer Mm -hmm. and you want to go in colder Uh, but that was a really good moment when you realise what's about to happen uh, when 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 those characters show up it's actually really good fun Um, yeah, I liked it. I, I wouldn't say I loved it. I wouldn't say that, uh, like, it's, it's it, I don't think it capitalises on everything that I wanted from the premise, but I think mm-hmm. I had a solid enough fun 80-minute time that, uh, like, I'm, I'm glad I watched it. So Yeah, I'm, yeah I, I, I'm not mad or anything. I, I guess I, I'm just a little disappointed. Uh, and, and again, I kind of had big expectations for it because I think, you know, the fact that oh, this is Nicolas Cage, and oh, this is a crazy premise, and oh, it's from one of the guys from Crank. Like, you know, like, the Crank movies, they're so crazy over the top and stuff. And so I thought this was going to be, I mean, given what the premise is, it felt a little more subdued to me than what I was expecting. And and not that it's necessarily a horrible, bad thing or anything. It's just like, I kind of wanted more. I don't know. Every, every time it was a shot where you think Nicolas Cage was about to go crazy, and it'd do that extreme <laughs> close-up where he turned and looked, but then he'd smile like 10 seconds later after like just staring really intensely for a while. Uh, that made me laugh every time. So I, I don't know. I was, oh, yeah. I was in on it. And I, something, something I, I else can't is... Really... Yeah, let me go. Oh, no, I just I can't get mad at Nicolas Cage. Yeah. I mean, you know, he, uh, he's a delight pretty much whatever he's doing. And... Something else is on the trailer, and I won't get into it again until spoilers. But I'll just say the 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 hokey, hokey dokey <laughs> uh, part yeah. of the movie uh, was cracking me up. Yeah. Like uh, I don't know, I just enjoyed the insanity of it. Uh, although I, I do think Tim that you should never have high hopes for a Nicolas Cage movie. I, I can't help it. <laughs> you should never, because most of them do suck these days, Timmy. Like he had a couple of great ones in 2010 because he had Kickass and he had I think Bad Lieutenant the same year. Uh, which are very notable, and mm-hmm. then not not a whole lot since that I'm aware of. But I mean, even stuff like The Wicker Man, not a great movie, but oh, like sure. it, it gives me the cage that I want. You know, <laughs> you know what I, I mean? Yeah, like... but I, I wouldn't go in excited for it though. I, I, the best <laughs> the best to do is to remain neutral and then be pleasantly surprised by. Nicholas Cage and his insanity. I think that's sure. what you do. Uh, I, I will give the spoiler warning though. We'll we'll dive into some of the the deeper uh, plot and 
uh, specifics. First thing I want to say in spoilers, actually, is at one point the, the teenage girl, Carly, her boyfriend's kind of helping them. Because one of the interesting things about the premise, I thought, was that they don't go after other kids. They just go after their own kids. It's just about their own kids. Uh, but she, he's trying to help them, and Mum and Selma Blair's fighting back, and she knocks him over the stairs, and this is one of the most brutal-looking, like, falling-over-the-stair rail shots I've ever seen in my life. Because he falls over, and then, like, the stairs kind of, like, snake back round, they sort of turn and go back round the same way. So he falls over the stairs and then hits the banister for the lower part of the stairs and then, like, sort of, like, bounces off of that onto yeah. the ground or on the floor. The, it looks yeah, brutal as shit. <laughs> Yeah, th- this was really awesome, especially, you know, like you were saying earlier in the movie, like, um, they cut away from most of, like, you know, the gores and the kills yeah. and stuff. So to have this, like, you know, it's not like there's, like, a lot of blood or anything, but to have a very, very brutal scene like this was pretty shocking. But it, it looked cool. Like, the direction of it was awesome. Yeah, um... Even when you don't see other things, like they set up, they've got a housekeeper at the start, and she's got her daughter who sort of comes with oh, her yeah. to the house, which is really weird. I don't know who does that, but whatever. Mm-hmm. You get that it's there for the sake of showing us what's happening later on. Mm-hmm. And um, at one point, like once stuff starts going going on, like you know, sort of gradually throughout the city. Uh, at one point, the mum phones and says, "Hey, are the kids there? Are they okay?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, I think I think he's upstairs. He's fine. And it's it's okay." And it's when the daughter comes in a little bit later, and she says hi to her. So you should probably leave now. And she walks past the counter, and you see what she's actually mopping because she's been mopping for a while, and it's just blood. And I'm like, "Oh, she's killed her daughter. That's really funny." Yeah. And then later on, at one point, someone looks at the 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 the, the recycling bin outside and just sort of mm-hmm. smells like something, and they look inside, and it's like, "Oh, it's 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 the kid." The kid's been yeah. p- putting the putting the bin. I, I thought that was really funny. Uh, so, so is it only when uh, parents see their kids that they get the urge to kill them? I was getting the impression that it was building up throughout the day because that's why we had the flashbacks because they because they each had a flashback. Like Nicholas Cage remembered a time when he stuck like the, the 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 boy stank out his car, and then yeah. Selma Blair had a memory of uh, uh, what did the daughter do again in the flashback? I can't remember. I like uh, messed up her makeup or something. No, that was that was that was the happier memory later on because because uh, I, yeah. I I thought they were getting better because they had like nicer memories uh, later oh, on. True, 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 yeah. Uh, and that was where she bonded with her daughter uh, yeah. later on. But they both had memories where they like you know mm-hmm. were pissed at them, and I, I think it was building. I think it was it was when they see them where they properly triggered though, and they started yeah. like just hunting them. Because uh, I because I was given the sense that like you know like earlier throughout the day like you know uh, it it seems like. You know, she was genuinely worried uh, about the kid, and then I kind of assumed that, you know, maybe they can function normally beforehand. But then once you actually see them, that's when it like, yeah, you know, snaps off in you. I think she is worried for a bit, but before she gets there, like she's 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 still like comprehending things enough that she she knows they're in danger. Uh, but when she sees them, yeah, it's just like, no, I'm crazy now too. Yeah. Uh, shoot. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say something that I completely forgot. Tim, I'm sure that was a great comment you had lined up. I'm sure it was amazing. And we're, you were going to floor us all. And we're, all, we're going to feel enlightened because you brought something to the table that no one else could bring. Uh, oh, and, actually, actually, I remember what it was. I, I, I was just going to say the uh, the the baby scene, I thought, that actually was like pretty tense. That, yeah, that was tense as shit because obviously stuff is starting right now. And obviously Selma Blair's not went home yet, but she's there to help her sister like give birth. And 
I was as soon as they were started, just I'm like, holy shit, she's going to try and kill her baby. And they hand her a newborn baby, and the umbilical cord's not even cut yet. And I'm just like, oh, she's going to try and strangle it or something. She's going to hold it. Mm-hmm. And eventually they'll start to notice, oh, she's holding it really tight. She's holding it really tight. And they have to, like, wrestle it off of her. Uh, it was actually a pretty good scene. Um, yeah. Again, over the top and like ridiculous, but uh, that's what I kind of like. Like I, I think I did actually feel like genuine tension though yeah. when it was happening because it, it's like um, over the top, sure, but it, it's not like really being played for like laughs or anything. Like to me, that it felt pretty serious. Or I, I mean, maybe, maybe that's just the way I was reading it, but it was kind of like, holy shit, am yeah. I really gonna like? kill this baby and the boyfriend's dad tries to kill the boyfriend uh and then ends up tripping and stabbing himself in the neck with his his broken bottle uh, so yeah. you got a bit of gore there again that's what i'm saying about it's okay for the adults to have gory deaths the yeah. kids you tend to like avoid it the teenagers can have gory deaths but we don't see too many uh maybe there could have been more of a gauntlet as we try to get home although i'm not gonna lie i laughed a lot when uh you know selma blair's driving home and there's like a woman with a pram and she she throws it onto the the street, and she has to swear off to avoid hitting the baby. Oh right 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I thought that was great. Uh, or baby carriage, sorry, Tim. I don't know if you know what I promise. <laughs> That's I. It took me a second, but I I got the context. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Prom. There you go. You've learned the word, Tim. Prom. Are <laughs> you talking about like a prom dress or something? Uh, like that? <laughs> or right. stroller is maybe more specific to what's in yeah. the uh, the actual movie. Uh, yeah. A stroller, but hey, uh, so no, I thought that was hilarious when she like has to swerve to because the woman just says, Oh, there's a car coming, push the baby out of the road. <laughs> that was kind of the insane stuff that I was getting, and even just the, the quick yeah. cuts to like random stuff like Nicolas Cage is like fantasizing about his teenage years, and he's in a car with a naked woman, and they're just oh, like yeah. skidding around. <laughs> it's just, but it's just this quick thing, and they're, they're just kind of all streaming each other. It's great, <laughs> stuff like that. Uh, you gotta wonder, like. Did they have Nicolas Cage in mind for this? Because like, like that, and like you know, obviously the hokey pokey scene. I'm like, there's no way like another actor could pull this off. Yeah, because there's a flashback when the kids get in the basement. They see there's like a smashed up pill table, and they're like, "What the hell is this?" Because they don't know why it's there. And we get a flashback to like a couple of weeks ago where Nicolas Cage, as part of his midlife crisis, bought and I say bought a pill table. He actually bought parts and built a pill table. Uh, mm-hmm. Because he's getting very frustrated because he, no matter how hard he tries, it's not level. Because he keeps getting the spirit level out and he's, he's trying to, you know, fix it. And Selma Blair comes down and is like, how much does this cost? Are you building a man cave? What the hell? And he gets so upset, he's like, you know what, I'll handle this for you, honey. And he just takes a sledgehammer and starts smashing it up while saying the hokey dokey. <laughs> you, you call it hokey dokey? I think it's hokey pokey. Hokey pokey? Uh... Yeah. Maybe it's hokey pokey. Maybe I've just been saying it wrong all these years. I don't know. <laughs> hokey dokey. Hokey pokey. The rest of it is the same though. You put your right yeah. foot there, uh, you put your right foot there, uh, yeah. you do the hokey... No, actually, it's not the hokey dokey. It's the hokey cokey. I'm pretty sure that's what we called it in school growing up. Oh, okay. The hokey... Maybe it's like a... Yeah, hokey It might be a regional thing or something. It might be. I'm pretty sure it was a hokey cokey though. Now, now that I'm actually thinking, I'm thinking about the song and the dance. I'm like... Yeah. <laughs> you do the hokey cokey and you shake it all about. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but uh, yeah. Either way, it, you know, he gives it the gravitas you would expect uh, from Nicholas Cage. That, that is a word for it. Great. Yes, gravitas is a word <laughs> you use for it. Uh, yeah, he's crazy, Nick Cage. 
Like, the scene's kind of interesting because like, it's so crazy and you feel like she feels uncomfortable because he's getting very, like, almost violent because he's smashing this table. And then it oh, gets, yeah. like, oddly somber and, like, sort of sweet almost because they sit down next to each other and they basically both agree that, yeah, we kind of hate our kids because, like, <laughs> like they have futures ahead of them and we're kind of, like, you know, in these shitty middle-aged, like, positions. Like, he, he's got a job that doesn't pay well. Honestly, he says he makes 45 grand a year and I don't know how he feeds a family of four in a house this big for 45 grand a year. Uh, I'm calling bullshit mm. on the math there, but and and, and affords a, a housekeeper. Yeah, that's a. Uh, if, you, if you're struggling for money, you don't have a housekeeper, right? <laughs> that's yeah. you know, uh, financials one hundred and one. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Just mm. you know, uh, but hey, but hey, so that's when it starts, starts to get a bit somber and it's trying mm. to make its point. O- honestly, my only real disappointment with the movie is it ends really suddenly. And it doesn't really maybe give us more like hijinks outside and let us see more crazy stuff happening. I I agree there could be more crazy stuff, uh, but there's lots of little things I liked about when the kids were hiding in the basement and the parents are trying to get in. Like at one point they've got this plan to like try and like gas them out because they they sort of like seal up the, mm-hmm. the little window outside and they 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 put a hose in and they, they tape up all the holes in the wall and. When they put the tape on, the daughter goes up and like puts her finger through the hole to feel oh. the tape, and you just yeah. see Selma Blair bring this knife up and she tries to stab her through the door. Yeah, and there's, there's just little moments like that that I thought really worked. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I think ultimately it's a, a a big insane B movie. That's what I'd call it. Mm-hmm. And I think for it to be a truly great B movie, it'd have to really capitalize on a few more of its premises. But the parents chasing him around was fun. Uh, when when his parents show up, when Nicholas Cage, and that, that's the that was the big thing at the end. Is yeah. they're, they're, his his parents are coming for dinner, the grandparents, and it's Lance Henriksen and his wife. And as soon as they open the door, they try to stab him. <laughs> and we get this weird like triple chase where Nicholas Cage is still chasing after his son. He doesn't. He's not even trying to defend himself. He's ignoring Lance Henriksen, but Lance yeah. Henriksen's like climbing over furniture trying to get to him. So we have this thing where they get out to the. Uh, the car outside and he's like climbing in the window to get to his son and Lance Henriksen just stabbing him in the back of the legs as he's like yeah. hanging out the window <laughs> it is just insanity and that's when I was like okay we're really into this now uh, yeah. and yeah, like, what I thought was funny as well is that Lance Henriksen didn't seem to want to kill his grandson it only seems to work with the, the, the direct mm-hmm. children not the grandkids because he was like oh hey buddy and yeah. he's just trying to kill his dad like you know in front of him but it was, yeah. it was I don't know <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I really liked that uh, little ending bit there. Um, and then, yeah, like, culminating with him, you know, uh, getting in the car and, like, running over his, uh, yeah, m- mom and grandpa and stuff like that. Like, uh, you know, that whole stuff was fun. And that, I guess that was kind of more of the really crazy over-the-top stuff uh, that I wanted out of more of the movie. Um, yeah, that's fair. Because, like, yeah, because when I was doing stuff like that, I was like, this is getting, like, pretty, like, fun and crazy yeah unfortunately it ends within about two minutes of that scene because yeah <laughs> we, we get a scene where the, the kids have finally got them tied up uh and i thought this was just setting up the next part of the movie where they were going to try and talk sense into them and make them wake up and mm-hmm. instead they just kind of act a bit crazy and it cuts to black and it's that's the end of the movie and it's like okay <laughs> that's not even close to a, an ending or a resolution it's just you know no. Uh, it's ever going and I get that you're making some sort of poignant kind of point out of it you're saying oh this feeling is always kind of there I get what they're trying to do mm-hmm. it just doesn't feel like it really earns its sort of ambiguous kind of cut off ending uh, which is a shame yeah. but I don't know I, I kind of liked it if, if I'm you know if, I, if I'm ranking it up and I'm, I'm saying like how did I feel about it I think I liked it more than you did mm-hmm. I wasn't as disappointed 
Yeah. And like, uh, like I definitely can't say that I hated it, but, um, you know, I mean, it's almost like, you know, a, in, in a weird way, kind of a compliment where it's like, oh, like I wanted more uh, out of it, you know, um, where it's like, oh, like this is a really good premise. These are good actors. There's a lot of cool stuff you could have done. And, you know, yeah, maybe if it was just a little longer uh, or something. Uh, you, you mentioned uh, actors. I think it's worth mentioning. I actually think I like most of the cast and the roles. Even yeah. the kids, I think, are pretty good. The teenage girls. Yeah pretty believable and solid for you know what she's supposed to be obviously nick cage is doing his thing selma blair uh i've not seen i don't think i've ever had as much fun with a selma blair role as i, I have with this i can think of like two other movies she was really good in oh hell by yeah. one and two yeah yeah sure um yeah wasn't feeling those movies timmy i'm sorry okay <laughs> Also, it's kind of weird how in the first movie she's the love interest for the, the douchey guy, and then in the second movie he's just not there. Oh, you mean the... Yeah. Oh, I can explain that. <laughs> I'm sure you can. Uh, I'm, I'm sure the actor was like, yeah, I'm not doing another one. I, I'm pretentious and I do proper films now. I don't do your big should... red devil movies. <laughs> Actually, uh, if I remember correctly, I think um, that Guillermo del Toro didn't want him in the movie, but the studio was kind of like, well, you need oh. to have a human character that the audience can relate to. And then once he had a little more cachet with the second movie, he kind of just do what he wanted. He was like, oh, you're out. The studio may have been right, though, because the second movie bombed and there's no Hellboy 3. There's a, there's a Hellboy reboot coming, but there's no Hellboy 3 in that continuity. Uh, did it bomb though? I just don't think it really did that well. Comparatively, it bombed. Like, because you know, it was like a big budget movie, and it only made like mm. I don't know, hundred something million, two hundred maybe worldwide. Oof, oof, horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a shame they didn't make good Hellboy movies, Tim. Maybe this new one will be good. Mm, it's trying to get me to kill you. That's all right. I won't <laughs> succumb to your sick game. Because uh, Chief Hopper is a Hellboy now. Mm-hmm. I said, having said that, I, I, I'm saying that as if I don't like Ron Perlman. I love Ron Perlman. I thought he was the best part of those Hellboy movies, but you know, he's great. Yeah, but but you know, I like Chief Hopper too, because we're, mm-hmm. we're in a post Stranger Things world, and everyone in it is now important to me. So, mm-hmm. well, I'm sorry it's not as good as your beloved DC movies. <sighs> you know, Tim, <laughs> that 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 was a low blow, and you know. At least we've had good DC movies in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had plenty of good Hellboy movies in the past. <laughs> <laughs> no, you had two mediocre movies in the past, which admittedly are better than, say, Batman v Superman or your, or your uh, Suicide Squad, but not as good as, say, your Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy or your original Richard Donner Superman I mean, those are pretty high standards, but don't forget that there are two Hellboy animated movies. I literally did not know that. (laughs) There's also about 50 DC animated movies to pair up against. And and honestly, if you probably rank them out, there's probably about half of those will be better, half of those will be worse, (laughs) because some of them are bad, some of them are really good. Mm, Yeah. So I'm mediocre. They're all over the place. Uh, we don't even talk about this movie anymore. Mom and dad. <laughs> Mom and dad. Uh, 
Yeah, I wonder actually what parents think of this movie. Like, if parents watch this, how do they feel about it? Like, are they, are they, does it hit a bit harder? Does it hit home? Especially if you're, you know, if you're middle aged. Uh, which, by the way, Nicolas Cage is actually a bit older than that. Like, it's funny that Selma Blair is, you know, is, is the appropriate age for the for the character in the film. Nicolas Cage, I'm sure, is at least hitting like twenty years older than her. Yeah, I'm going to confirm this. Nicholas Cage is an old, older, older man now. Let me find out. He looks good though for his age. I'm, I'm guessing like early sixties, maybe mid early sixties. Uh, my math is terrible. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why I said I'd do this. Uh, he's actually only fifty-three. Fifty. It'll be fifty-four oh, wow. this year, I think. Oh wow! If my I'm math way is correct. Uh, oh yeah, because 2024 will be 60. Okay. Well, that's not too bad. Is that right? Yeah, I think that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> My math is terrible. Okay, he's actually a little bit younger than I thought he was, fair enough. Mm. I, 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 I think that says to how rough he looks in some movies, though, <laughs> that I thought he was older than that. <laughs> I mean, I just think, for me, it's like impossible to tell actors' ages, because... When I when I see them, I automatically assume they're always like twenty years older than I think they are. Oh, and to be fair, the gap's not that big. She she was born in seventy two, so she's she's only eight years younger. That's actually oh, yeah. perfectly believable age difference for a married couple. That's fine. Yeah, it's yeah, not that bad. I I honestly thought he was much older, and they were you know here's the younger wife because that's what they do mm. you know because you get all like Tom yeah. Cruise is in his fifties and his love interest is still usually about twenty five like that that that's, yeah. that happens almost every movie Tom Cruise <laughs> is in. But no, fair play, fair play. Uh, so what, what age is she then? She's 44 this year. No, wait, that can't be right. 46 this year. That's... <laughs> uh, Terrific age. We we love our 46-year-old listeners. Sure. <laughs> Why them specifically? Because <laughs> it's just a great age. Okay, that's sure. <laughs> sure. Are you looking forward to that age yourself, Tim? Uh, sure. Why not? We're getting closer and closer. That's what I'm saying. I think it'll be a miracle if we survive that long. But <laughs> oh, was so. that was that a political joke or was that just a, a we're unhealthy joke? Uh, a little bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> a little column A, a little column B. If the I... nukes don't kill us, then the calories will. Yeah. Sure, <laughs> I, I'm on board with that line of thinking. Uh, that's that's fine. Uh, yeah, it's actually a really straightforward movie. Like we actually got through that really quick quickly, but I think it is because it is a really uh, simple film when you actually look at it. Uh, what we have not mentioned though is there is a cameo by comic book writer Grant Morrison at yep. one point. Mm-hmm. He is on TV, he's on the news, he's like an expert they're talking to about what's what's happening and he's basically saying, oh this is some sort of uh, like chemical weapon from, from our mm-hmm. enemy because like, you know, if if, if we like kill our, our young then we've got no future, we're basically eliminating ourselves, mm-hmm. there's no need for them to attack. <laughs> it's so crazy, I wonder like why... <laughs> He, like him of all people like made a cameo i'm guess i'm guessing he must be friends with someone on the uh the Pro, team or something yeah but... i've never seen him in a movie before so i, I have to imagine so uh, it's worth he... mentioning uh the crank guys did the second ghost rider movie so i think that's why right. nicholas cage ended up in this probably makes sense okay probably i mean i'm just guessing well, it's, but... it's a little bit of comic connection there maybe they might be fans of grants or something or maybe grants a little more hollywood now he has uh you know, I think he's a producer on Happy. He, huh? he is, indeed, yeah. He's a producer. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah so maybe then everything just kind of worked out. But uh, hey, it's always a, you know, 
cool to see him. Got a little giddy going like I I had heard that he was in the movie. I, I think you might have uh, told me or someone else might have told me before, uh, but I had completely forgotten. And then once I heard that beautiful Scottish brogue uh, hit my ears, I I perked up. I was like, oh yeah, that is Grant Morrison. Oh shit. What you mean this accent you're hearing right now from me? Uh, that's it's completely different. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it's fairly similar. <laughs> I, you guys probably are from different ends of the island or whatever, but because uh, yeah, when it when I when I hear him, it sounds like a, a beautiful breeze caressing my ears, and when you talk, it's kind of like a garbage disposal, uh, just chewing up rocks. <laughs> it's uh, it's a little rough, um, but yeah, normally it's a beautiful accent. Uh, <laughs> I think you'll find Timothy that you quite enjoy my voice. <laughs> Well, don't don't do the seductive thing. I don't. Well, I don't, well, I don't we'll need ha- that right now. We'll have to remedy this this impression you have of my voice that 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 it's not as attractive as Grant Morrison's. Like, so unfortunately, Tim, I'm going to have to seduce you. Yeah. we'll put out a Twitter poll. We'll see what uh, what people what people think. <laughs> oh dear, I'm like. I'm terrified uh, to put up like Twitter polls because, like, I, I don't care like what people vote for. I'm just always afraid that no one's gonna vote. Like, I'm like, oh. hey guys, here, here's my poll, and then it's like one person votes. I'm like, oh, hey, one's better than none. True, true, true. I guess we're ready to rate mom and dad. <laughs> we've not been talking about it for five minutes. Uh, like I say, it's a really simple movie. It's eighty minutes long. Like it's it's, it's, yeah. it's you know it plays like a zombie outbreak movie where you hear reports of like you know random killings happening. Uh, all the parents at, tr- at the school try to get to their kids. Feels like a zombie movie with them all trying to get in, and then the kids run home, and then it becomes about hiding in the basement from the parents and them trying to get in, and you know uh, then shenanigans with Lance Henriksen and whatnot. But hey, uh, I had good fun. Tim, what would you rate it out of ten? I really, really hate to do this because, um, you know, I, I really wanted to like it more, but I think I'm going to give it a 5.5. Not It's not like super low, but like it's kind of a disappointment, disappointing score. Oh, yeah. Like if I was a teacher and this was a report card, I would probably put something like, I know you can do better <laughs> on it or something. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's not a bad movie. It's not like I hated it. It's just um, I felt like there's you know, miss potential in it. And, um, maybe I had high expectations, but, uh, yeah, I just, I, I think it could have been better. Well, uh, this might be a shock to you, Tim, but I'm actually going to go as high as a seven. Oh, wow. I had fun. I would say it was good. I wouldn't say it was great. I wouldn't give it any higher than that, but mm-hmm. I had enough fun and, you know, you know, I, I, I watched this and it was a quick 80 minutes. I had fun. I laughed. I was kind of laughing constantly at the demented Nicolas Cage faces and uh, the various violence towards children because I always enjoy violence towards children in movies. It's the best. Mm-hmm. It's always worth having. So, now nah, 7 out of 10 for me. So, <laughs> that's the most we've disagreed in a while, I think. And it's not yeah. even that much. It's 1.5 of a difference. <laughs> that's not a huge difference, it- but. Yeah, I think when you're dealing with this kind of this area, though, like it that feels like a bigger difference than like you know, like an eight point five and a seven doesn't feel like as big a difference as like a seven and you know five point five, but but a one point <sighs> five and like a three, now there's a difference. Yeah. Mm. 
Hey, what are you doing? Trying to <laughs> use your sexy voice when you score. <laughs> was, I assure you, Timothy, that was not what I was doing. Uh, all right. If you listen to Grant Morrison, guy, maybe I could do an impression. <laughs> uh, oh well. Uh, so I guess that's uh, the end of Screams After Midnight. Uh, this is the uh, the the, the mum and dad episode. Uh, uh, Tim being the mum, me being the dad, and <laughs> one of us has to be the mum. Why not you? Yeah, mum's rule. I'm okay with that. I don't know. Mums, mums can rule, indeed. Yeah. They can. Uh, dads can suck. Honestly, I feel like I feel like more often than not, dads are the assholes in movies. Actually. Yes, they usually um, are. Yes, uh, I, I'd agree with that a lot of times. Although, um, what's weird is uh, I'm reading a lot of Stephen King books right now, and uh, Stephen King had a you know really good relationship with his mother, um, but he uses a lot of like terrible mom characters in his books, like. Uh, you know, a lot of the books I've read so far have just had, like, just the horrible, like, you know, super religious, like, you know, browbeating, you know, angry, judgmental mm. mothers. Uh, and I just think that's kind of weird because he loves his mom, but... Actually, you better hope, Tim, that this never happens in real life, this whole mom and dad sickness, because I've seen pictures of your dad. You're screwed if he comes <laughs> after you. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to last for, he, like, two he, seconds. <laughs> he is built like a tank. You are screwed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, luckily I am like halfway across the the country, so that's true. <laughs> You've got an advantage there. That's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, if we we're in a like the same house or something, I I'd be done for. I would just give up <laughs> right away. Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, so I guess that wraps us up. That has been Screams After Midnight. Uh, a lot of tangenting towards the end, but uh, hopefully you got uh, got our opinions on the movie well enough. Uh, <laughs> so that is Mum and Dad. Uh, let us know what you think in the comments. Like, subscribe, all the usual stuff. Get us on the Twitters at mailed underscore fudge for channel updates. If you want to support the show uh, and the channel, head over to patreon.com slash mailfudgetv. Uh, you can get a link in the description and you get some bonuses like access to, you know, submitting movies to the crypt. You can see the crypt in the link below in the description, uh, but you can submit movies to it if you are a patron as well as the monthly vote and all the other stuff that comes along with the patron stuff. Uh, but that is us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Love you loads. Keep watching scary movies, guys. And we will see you next time.